Holistic Nutritionist podcast. My name is Natalie Douglas and I have another brilliant episode for you today, if I do say so myself. And the reason why I think it's so brilliant is because I am forever fascinated about the connection between our sex hormones and our thyroid and I just think it's something that a lot of people don't realize how closely related they are and they can be. And when it comes to healing a thyroid or healing hormones, you really can't separate the two in a lot of instances. And that's true as well when it comes to things like the gut and thyroid connection as well, which we can chat about another time. But today I wanted to really focus in on how exactly the your thyroid health influences your hormonal health. And the reason why I want to focus in on this one is because with my work with clients and also with the women who come through the Thyroid Rescue Program, which is open for enrollments at the moment, FYI, and we are almost fully sold out of Thyroid Rescue Plus, and there are at least, I think, 30 to 40% of the places taken in Thyroid Rescue Basic as well. But I digress. Back to why. Why thyroid and hormone connection? Um, it's because a lot of people who come through the program or who I do client work with, they have either come to be aware of their thyroid issue because of hormonal imbalances in terms of because of how they're experiencing their periods, their fertility, how they feel post-pregnancy, um, or how they are feeling through transition of different hormonal stages. So uh, that other common one being perimenopause and menopause and the way in which your thyroid can be a little bit unsettled through that period. So I thought the way that I would approach this episode for you is that I'd narrow it down to three ways that your thyroid impacts or relates to your hormones, and as well as three ways that I would suggest you go about correcting that issue. Why three? Well, because if I didn't limit myself, friends, I would be here forever and ever. Um, and if you do want to know more than what I'm presenting in this podcast episode, then please come and join us in Thyroid Rescue because literally all of my brain is there. So I can share far more with you um, instead of what I'm limited to on a podcast. Let's dive in. So first of all, having an underactive thyroid can elevate another hormone called prolactin. Now, when prolactin is elevated, it can suppress ovulation. So that is problemo number one. Problemo number two, or the way, a negative way in which having an underactive thyroid can impact your sex hormones or your hormonal balance or your period, fertility, etc., is that even if you don't have elevated prolactin, if you don't have enough thyroid hormone, your ovaries won't have enough energy to ovulate. And ovulation is the main event of your cycle. Yes, that's correct. Not your period, not your bleed, ovulation. Ovulation is the way, the only way that we can produce progesterone. And as a side note, if you're on the pill or you have a marina, you do not, like that is what's in those um, hormonal contraception, contraceptives is not progesterone. 
they are progestins, which is a completely different molecule to our own progesterone that we produce in our body. So when I'm talking about progesterone, um, as I move forward, I'm referring to our own progesterone that we produce, or if you're taking bioidentical progesterone or micronized progesterone. So progesterone is necessary to get pregnant, yes, um, but beyond that, It helps to lighten periods, which is why heavy periods can sometimes be a sign of an underactive thyroid. It helps to reduce inflammation. It helps to regulate immune function, which is so important in autoimmunity like Hashimoto's or Graves' disease, rheumatoid arthritis, rosacea, psoriasis, um, celiac disease. It's super important in those, but it's also important generally that we have some way of helping to regulate our immune system, which means that our immune system is alert but not alarmed. So it's ready to fight things off when that threat arises, but it's not just throwing shit at the wall and ending up attacking your own tissue, which is what autoimmunity is. The other reason why um, progesterone is so beneficial is it actually increases your metabolism via its positive impact on your thyroid. So it can be helpful as part of a weight loss goal or maintaining your weight as well. It calms your mood and helps you sleep. So what happens is it converts into a metabolite called allopregnenolone, which we just call aloe for short because it's much easier. And aloe essentially binds to GABA receptors and GABA being another one of your brain chemicals that is quite calming and it promotes sleep. So progesterone also can help relieve anxiety because it helps your body produce another enzyme that breaks down histamine called DAO or D-A-O. Excess histamine can actually contribute to anxiety. So that's the link there. And, you know, that's why some people may experience, um, you know, premenstrual anxiety or premenstrual insomnia. That can be a sign that you perhaps are not making enough progesterone. Um, there's a little bit more to that story, but I'm going to leave it. I'm going to restrain myself for the point of actually getting through the rest of the recommendations for you. And we can dive deeper into that another time. The other really beneficial thing about progesterone, which we need adequate thyroid hormone to produce, is that it promotes healthy skin and hair because it reduces your male hormones or your androgens is what we call them. Um, it does this by blocking one of the enzymes in our body that converts our estrogen into androgens. So for the nerds out there, that enzyme I'm referring to is called 5-alpha reductase. And what this means for you on a practical level is that when you've got adequate progesterone, we generally see less breakouts breakouts, and your hair will also fall out less. And again, this circles back to hair loss, partly why hair loss can be a sign and symptom of an underactive thyroid. It's not the only one or not the only mechanism, but it's just another example of how that can play out. The other reason why progesterone is so beneficial is because it has a protective effect on bones and also supports muscle growth. And any time we are building muscle or laying down lean body mass, we also have a positive effect on our metabolism because essentially it takes more energy for your body to maintain muscle than it does to maintain fat, if that makes sense. And that's of benefit. 
The other final reason is that it is protective against breast cancer. Um, okay, so that was a really long one. I do apologize. No, I don't apologize. I hopefully, hopefully you found that useful. Um, the next one, number three, is that having an underactive thyroid impairs insulin sensitivity, which is how well we handle our carbohydrates. So can we take those carbohydrates and can we um, get them into our cells where they need to be in order to be of use and to not promote inflammation by just floating out there willy-nilly? Um, and when we are struggling with insulin resistance, which is the opposite to insulin sensitivity, when we're having a hard time handling our carbohydrates or we just have elevated insulin in general, this can increase the risk of PCOS, so polycystic ovarian syndrome. And this is one reason of many uh, why some people with thyroid issues can have irregular cycles. Um, and irregular cycles, for those of you who aren't aware, is also a sign of PCOS. Um, and PCOS in itself can therefore further make it more difficult for you to lose weight if that is a goal of yours, which for a lot of people with an underactive thyroid um, or who are identifying with a lot of those clusters of symptoms is something that is that, that is playing out for them. Okay, more importantly, friends, what the heck can you do about it? So number one is to address the cause of your thyroid imbalance in the first place. So some examples of, of some of the common causes of having an underactive thyroid is autoimmunity, so Hashimoto's being the main one there. Nutrient deficiencies, so some examples of common nutrients that are very important for you to be able to create enough thyroid hormones in the first place are iodine, zinc, selenium, iron, um, B vitamins, having adequate protein because one of the amino acids that is important to build our thyroid hormones is called tyrosine and we get that from having adequate protein. Um, and also vitamin D. That's another really important nutrient and vitamin A. I knew I was forgetting one. Vitamin A and vitamin D. So they are the main ones that are important. So checking that you're not experiencing any of those nutrient deficiencies or that your diet isn't lacking in those nutrients. The next cause is inflammation. And this is a bit of like a broad stroke sweep kind of situation because Inflammation within it can have many, many, many different drivers. Some of the common ones I see in people who come through my thyroid rescue program are infections. So that could be gut infections or imbalances. It could be a viral load or a viral infection that's lingering. It can be food intolerances. It can be stress or undealt with trauma. Lots of different drivers here environmental toxins or load or heavy metal exposure, um, oral infections or issues. So if you've got bleeding gums, if you've got chronic tooth infections, if you have any kind of gum disease, then again, this is absolutely something that you want to get on top of. And then the last one is is just stress generally. So a lot of people will label this as quote-unquote adrenal fatigue, which isn't qu quite 
accurate, but it is something that a lot of people will will resonate with. Um, and you know, same, same, but different. Yes, uh, you know, any type of nervous system overload when you're feeling tired or a lot of people will call it busy these days I notice they're like oh yeah I'm really busy but I'm I'm all right I'm not stressed and you might not feel stressed but when you've got no chance for your nervous system to actually reset and rest and feel restored like you know that feeling when You've been going through a busy period and then you finally have a day off or you go on holidays and, you know, you walk out into nature and you sit on the grass or in the sun and, you know, for the first moment you're just like, oh, this is amazing. We need little micro doses of that in our days in order to have a nourished nervous system. And for so many of us, we wake up and it's just like, all right, let's go all the way until bedtime. So that's just something to be aware of, that it's not always stress in that um, you're absolutely at your capacity. It could be that your every inch of your life and your mind is full with stuff. Um, okay, number two, step number two of what to do about having an underactive thyroid um, or hormonal imbalances. Number two is follow an anti-inflammatory diet that is rich in the right nutrients to support both hormonal and thyroid health and figure out what your optimal diet looks like by running an experiment on a gradual elimination and a reintroduction. And this is exactly the process that I take people through in the thyroid rescue program because there are absolutely some commonalities when it comes to the type of eating approach that works best for people with thyroid imbalances and symptoms of thyroid imbalances, which is largely something that is anti-inflammatory and focuses on including the most nutrient-dense foods that are easy to digest. However, within that, there are always going to be individual variations and it's actually about understanding how to go through a process of taking things out and bringing things back in, in order to understand what your body is telling you so that you can then make informed decisions about which food is actually causing which symptom and how often do you want to have that food in there to essentially have like the broadest diet possible with the least amount of symptoms is is my goal for a lot of people in going through the thyroid rescue program because food is delicious, it is social, it is enjoyable, it's a big part of many of our lives and it's not about deprivation but it is about finding the line where you're able to enjoy food but also enjoy being in your body which means putting foods in there that make you as an individual feel good large majority of the time and you need to actually go through a process in order to find out what that looks like. And step number three is to join Thyroid Rescue and the reason why that step number three is because it encompasses step number two, not step, step number one and step number two. The whole point of me creating Thyroid Rescue was to teach you exactly what are the underlying root causes of an underactive thyroid or a thyroid imbalance or autoimmunity 
how to actually identify them, what to do about it, and then how to actually maintain those results. And to do that in a container that is incredibly supportive, that is about progress over perfection, and takes a lot of like the thinking out of it for you and a lot of the Googling out of it for you, which is exhausting, overwhelming, and frustrating in itself. So if you're someone who does suffer from Hashimoto's, Graves' disease, thyroid nodules, and underactive thyroid and overactive thyroid, or symptoms of any of those, then please, please come and join us in the next round of Thyroid Rescue. So far, we've had over a hundred women go through the program, and every single person who has, and a couple of men, I should say, um, any any person that has come through the program and implemented the strategies and the recommendations that are laid out in the program has left feeling significantly better than when they came into the program and has also left with tools and tricks and strategies and habits that allow them to maintain their results post-program, which is so important. I don't want something where you come in, you do the thing, and then you stop the thing, and then you're like, great, I'm back to square one. That's not that's not a solution. That is not a healing process. It's about teaching you how to actually maintain those results as well. So we are currently, I think I mentioned at the beginning, almost full in the version of the program called Thyroid Rescue Plus. And we also are getting closer and closer to being fully booked for Thyroid Rescue Basic. So if you are interested, then please jump on over to my website, which is nataliekdouglas.com and click on the Thyroid Rescue tab at the top. You'll be able to see all of the information on Thyroid Rescue and also be able to join us via that link for as long as there are still spots available or until the program access closes on March 14th. So the other thing to be aware of is that there are availabilities for free 20-minute discovery calls with me for a limited time and there are a limited number of those. If you want to book in one of those, then please also flick me a DM on Instagram or if you go to my Instagram bio, you can click a link there and it will direct you to booking one of those calls as well. There's no pressure on these conversations. It's really a chance for me to get to know you, your health history and vice versa and to make sure that Whatever step you take next in relation to your health and healing journey is going to be one that actually gets you results. So I love connecting with you guys. I love hearing your stories. I love being part of your journey, whether that's for a short time or a long time. So please reach out anytime. I am so happy to answer questions and to help direct you. So until next time, I will leave that there. And if any of this information has been beneficial for you, please leave a rating and review or share it with a friend or a family member that you know could benefit from hearing some of this info. Have a beautiful day. 